Welcome to Sojourn Grace Collective, a progressive Christian church in San Diego, where our mission is to foster spiritual, social, and emotional wholeness. In our community, we affirm all that makes you, you. We celebrate your gender identities and sexual orientations, your race and socioeconomic status, your physical abilities and your religious creeds, because here at Sojourn, it all belongs. This podcast is a replay of our Sunday morning teachings, and we hope you find encouragement and inspiration as you make your way through this week. You can visit us online at SojournGrace.com, where you can learn more about our faith community, discover resources to help you find wholeness in your life, and partner with us in our mission through tax-deductible contributions. Thanks for joining us today, and may you know, above all else, that you are a loved child of God, full stop. Welcome to Sojourn. Well, hi there, Sojourn Grace Collective podcast listeners. This is uh, Pastor Colby coming to you on Monday morning, the day after the service that you're about to listen to. And I just wanted to give you a quick heads up on what this uh, service was, those of you who might have missed it. Um, And by the way, you can always go check out our Facebook page and or our YouTube page to watch the entirety of the live stream service. And this is a week that you might particularly want to make space to do that with because it was a little bit different than our normal uh, services. And so the podcast you're about to hear is is just a few snippets and pieces of the service because what we did, what Kate and I did, is we set up a, um, uh, an altar on, on a table behind us in our virtual studio um, with four candles. And throughout the morning, we, we walked... Um, ourselves and viewers through these four movements of uh, categories of prayer. And each candle sort of represented a different um, aspect that we wanted to pray for. Beginning with candle number one, we did some prayers around for ourself as individual. And candle candle number two uh, extended that to prayers for society and um, large groups of people. And then candle number three were then prayers for the planet. And then candle number four, we for people who were watching at home and, and submitted their prayer request in the comment section. Anyway, so you can watch all that on the live stream. And obviously that didn't all translate very well into podcast. And so what I did for the podcast here is I just grabbed a few of the um, meditations that we led, a few of the prayers that we offered, um, a little spiritual nugget around Jesus's prayer for unity. And that's what'll show up here in the podcast. And and so without this little introduction, I thought it didn't make a whole lot of sense because you were like, what are they talking about? Candle three, candle two, what's going on? Um, but again, I do en- encourage you to go watch that on YouTube or Facebook if you'd like. But otherwise, please enjoy a few of the select prayers and meditations and spiritual reflections uh, that we did on our Sunday morning, October 11th service. And peace to you. All right. Candle two, prayers for society. So go ahead and light your candle at home if you're participating in that way. We'll add that one to our altar. Prayers for society, our relationship to one another, our social wholeness. We'll start this section by praying for those affected by the pandemic. 
So this is called Prayer for the Critically Ill in the Time of Corona, by, written by Enfleshed. Divine Companion. When loved ones, strangers, and kin are tucked away in isolation, fighting for their breath and yearning for home, the chasm between us feels impossible to bear. Will you, sacred one, whisper to them the words of comfort we long to speak? Will you wrap your embrace around them as if our arms? Let their hands feel our gentle squeeze, their cheek our kiss. Upon their chest a calming hand, a promise of our care through the rising and falling in every reach for life. Assure them of your love and ours. Call for a holy cloud of witnesses to surround. Draw close every saint who knew and loved them. You do not abandon anyone to suffer alone. Wherever there is pain, fear, or distress, you are already there, willingly sharing with us in our hardest hours. If death comes, welcome them gently into the fold of eternal love where peace and rest await. In life and in death, we take refuge in your presence that stretches across time and space. A sacred meeting place where we find each other, even when we are apart. May it be so. In the 17th chapter of the Gospel of John, Jesus, just moments before he will be arrested, Jesus spent hours in prayer and meditation and of the many things on his mind. In that moment, one of the things that John mentions was that Jesus was longing for people to remember their connectedness, to remember that they belong to each other. Listen to these words that Jesus prays in the Gospel of John. I'm not praying only for my friends and followers here with me, Jesus prayed, but also for all those who will come to believe in the power and the presence of Christ, of divine love in the world. I pray, Jesus says, that they will be one, Father, just as you are in me and I am in you. Jesus understood that love, pure love, filled his every corner of his body, every fiber of his being. Jesus knew this. And he also knew that as he was filled with such love, he poured that love into those around them. And he spoke of this as being, quote, one with the Father, one with source, aligned perfectly with love. And he saw his end, as he saw his end nearing, he worried that this unity would be disrupted as a result of his absence. And so therefore he prays that all those who would come after him would remember their oneness. Much has changed in the world in the past 2,000 years since this prayer left the Christ's lips. Yet much, much has also remained the same. 
such as this need to pray for unity. How deeply we have been torn apart by centuries of systemic oppression, deep injustice, and human cruelty of unfair hierarchies of oppressive power. Though more connected than ever, in today's society, it seems we're also more divided than ever, too. The Apostle Paul, in his experimentation with organizing communities around the ways of Jesus, he dreamed that people might wake up to their true identity and transcend these labels and masks that we put on so that, that so often easily divide us into various categories. You were all God's children, Paul wrote to the church in Galatia. All of you have clothed yourselves with Christ. You all wear the identity of divine love. You are all a beloved child of God. He says, there is therefore, there is no Jew. There is no Greek. There is no male. There is no female. There is no slave. There is no free for you are all one in Christ. I don't believe his point was that those things don't matter ethnicity, gender, socioeconomic status. It's not that they don't matter, but rather they are not who we are. And if we're not careful, rather than be these beautiful markers of how gorgeously diverse humans can be, uh, if we're not careful, they can serve to distract us from what is the most real, that we are all one, connected, together, belonging one to another. Indeed, much has to happen for unity to be realized. Mountains must be brought low, valleys must be lifted up, the sick need healed, the mighty humbled, and the meek honored. Unity will not just happen, for things left to themselves will only ever drift toward chaos and decay. But perhaps key to all of it, before any action is taken, any system torn down, is this invitation to return to what holds us all together, what fills us all, what sits at the deepest part of all of our souls, that we are loved children of God. And so, may we be the long-awaited answer to Jesus' prayer. May we be Let's pray together. God, though we may be quick to pray for your justice to roll down like waters, we can be slow to accept what that may require of us. We struggle. Is justice sweeter than security, than survival, than power or comfort? When our hearts are stubborn, grounded more deeply in protecting what is probably unjustly ours than in the commitment to collective well-being. Soften us. When our legs shake with fear because we've been trained in maintaining the peace, not rocking the boat, or choosing to get along even when it means upholding harm, give us the courage to act anyway. 
when we tremble because our words proclaiming the dignity of our own people or that of others may cost us, steady us. When we are seduced by theories of change that protect the harmful at the neglect of the harmed, teach us through your prophets. When we are arrogant or patronizing towards those we have power over, presuming we know their struggles and what it will take to see liberation better than they do, Mm. convict us. When we wonder if we are powerful enough, if we are smart enough, if we are brave enough, if we are strong enough, if we are gentle enough, assure us, O God, that together we have everything we need to rise, to rally, to proclaim, to create, to feed, and to dream your will into life. On this day and always, wherever white supremacy rears its ugly, evil head, in rallies, in words, in norms, in prayers, in institutions, in relationships, let nothing take precedence over our commitment to love. Love that overturns evil, love that protects, love that lays down its life for its friends, love that acts in solidarity, love that refuses to compromise on the belovedness of your people, love that confronts, love that heals, love that looks inward, and love that shuts down hatred. May our prayers for your justice be enfleshed in our minds, our bodies, our hearts, our commitments. Amen. third candle for prayers for the earth and our relationship to the earth. So go ahead and join me in lighting your third candle at home. Prayer for the earth. What a broken relationship that is. So let's hold space for that this morning. I don't know a better way to pray for the earth than to use Mary Oliver, Blue Iris. Um, By the way, if you're wondering how to still pray as a progressive, poetry. Poetry is prayer. Prayer is simply the words we need to say to keep moving Mm. in life. I love that definition. All right, so this is called October, because I felt that was fitting. October. There's this shape, black as the entrance to a cave. A longing wells up in its throat like a blossom as it breathes slowly. What does the world mean to you if you can't trust it? to go on shining when you're not there. And there's a tree long fallen. Once the bees flew to it like a procession of messengers and filled it with honey. I said to the chickadee singing his heart out in the green pine tree, little dazzler, little song, little mouthful. The shape climbs up out of the curled grass. It grunts into view. There is no measure for the confidence at the bottom of its eyes. There is no telling the suppleness of its shoulders as it turns and yawns. Near the fallen tree, something, a leaf snapped loose from the branch and fluttering down, tries to pull me into its trap of attention. It pulls me into its trap of attention. 
And when I turn again, the bear is gone. Look, hasn't my body already felt like the body of a flower? Look, I want to love this world as though it's the last chance I'm ever going to get to be alive. Mm. Look, I want to love this world as though it's the last chance I'm ever going to get to be alive, and I know it. Sometimes in late summer, I won't touch anything, not the flowers, not the blackberries brimming in the thickets. I won't drink from the pond. I won't name the birds or the trees. I won't whisper my own name. One morning, the fox came down the hill, glittering and confident, and didn't see me, and I thought, so this is the world, and I'm not in it. It is beautiful. All right, so let's just take a quick moment of meditation. This won't be long, but I think it's really important to meditate around our relationship to Earth because we feel so separate from it. Like, it's just this place we walk around on. So let's meditate on the idea that Mother Earth is that, our mother. That the Earth itself is our mother, is God. So just go ahead and close your eyes and take deep breaths in and out at your own pace, but intentionally really deep, hand on the belly, feet touching the ground beneath you. Oh, Earth, our mother blue. You nurse us full and we clamor at your breast for more. Oh, Earth, our mother green. You walk us gently home to ourselves and we run away again and again. Oh, Earth, our mother raging, our mother soft, our mother calm, our mother storm. Where can we go to hide from your love? Nothing can separate us. Oh, Earth, our true mother. How great is your unfailing love. Have mercy on us, O Earth, our true mother. Will you pray with us this morning? The words will be on the screen. Pray out loud at home or quietly in your own hearts. Let's pray together. Dear loving Mother Earth, may we learn to listen closely to your rhythms. Emulate your cadence. May we have eyes to see the soul in every living thing. Honor the magic there. May we vote for your protection. Take a stand for your health and well-being. Love you like a friend. May we fall in love with your splendor daily. Commit to your gifts. May we become the stewards of this land that we were created to be. Respond to the call. Amen. A large portion of Sojourn's financial support comes from listeners like you. 
people who hear messages like this one and want to express their gratitude for our ministry, or who are simply thrilled to know that a church like Sojourn exists. Or maybe you can't attend services on Sunday mornings, yet you still consider Sojourn Grace Collective your spiritual community. If that's you, and if you'd like to partner with us in this work, please visit sojourngrace.com partner where you can make a one-time donation or sign up to be a monthly supporter. Also, don't forget that we stream our services live every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Pacific on both our Facebook and YouTube pages. And if you missed us live, you can always rewatch the video playback later or subscribe to this, our Sojourn podcast. It was an honor to have you with us today. As you go about your week, may you take with you the words we say at the end of all our gatherings. Be brave because you are a child of God. And be kind because, well, so is everyone else. Thank you.